over again. Welcome to Quadcast. I'm Grant Bruner, and with me today we have Lothlin again. How are you, Lothlin? I'm great, thank you. And how are you? I'm very, very well. And luckily, I did not, I did not forget that we had to record again today. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we wanted to have Lothlin on about uh, two weeks ago. Uh, unfortunately, I am a fool, and I completely set forgot to set an alarm. But I'm very glad that we could get her back because we have many things that we want to talk about. Um, so today we're going to be talking about some DLC. Uh, we're going to talk about the ending DLC in Leviathan. We'll talk about some uh, DLC that was recently confirmed by, by Bioware. Talk about uh, Lothlin's favorites. Uh, talk about her favorite characters, her favorite missions, uh, and all three of them. And even talk about some expanded universe content. Um, so first off, let's talk about uh, the DLC. Um, I, I assume you you finished the game before playing before the ending DLC was released, right? Uh, yeah. Now, how did you feel about the ending of, of Mass Effect 3 before the DLC came out? I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I, it, I, um, I, I, there were definitely a lot of, a lot of flaws, a lot of, um, many more questions, uh, asked than there were answered. And that was, it was a problem. And what was what, originally before the DLC came out, which of the three synthesis, uh, destroy or control did you choose? Just try every time. I mean, I I tried uh, all of them, mm-hmm. and uh, just reloaded until I um, picked uh, destroy, and I like that a lot. Because yeah. honestly, it's the fine the um, the goal of the game is to destroy the reaper. That's the other stuff uh, to consider as well. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, I definitely think that destroy is the best ending, and once I played through the DLC, the ending DLC. Um, I that even that even strengthened my choice of destroy. I think destroy is even better with the ending DLC. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm curious. Do you were now now for me personally, not all of my issues with the ending were were corrected with the ending DLC, but most of them. Like let's say like eighty percent, eighty five percent of them were corrected, and I I feel like the ending is much much better, much much less offensive um, now that the DLC is out. Generally, yeah, I agree, but um, hmm. the, I didn't like the ending before the DLC. It's- um, because it, it was just so unrewarding, you know. It's just bam, thank you. That's all. Yeah, Thanks for you, playing. See you. You don't get. You don't. What, what my main problem was, it was talking, and you you, you don't get to have any closure with the people that you care about. That's, Absolutely that's, no. That's really what what I what I cared about the most is. Hey, we spent the last three games. You know, I've spent you know hundreds of hours dealing with these people. And we don't basically don't get any closure about how we interact with that. And like, yes, there's bigger questions about like, well, what does Shepard do? You know, what, how does that impact, you know, the rest of the galaxy? And yes, I agree that that was a problem. But the biggest, the biggest complaint for me pre-DLC was no closure with, with the actual um, squad mates. And, and they really did, they really did deal with that quite well in the DLC. Much better than, uh, than before, except... Uh, guess I'll make a few chose uh, uh, synthesis. Then uh, you had KG coming out of the gray box, which was awful. That's creepy. That's awfully creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. That's, that's way, way, way too creepy. Um, I, I, I agree that that destroy is the best ending for me. The reasons why I like destroy are well, number one, like like you said, 
you know, the, 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 what you've been doing since the first game is trying to destroy the Reapers. So it is consistent with the rest of the, with the rest of the games. Uh, I also like it because it is it is clearly the option that the Star Child the, the Catalyst doesn't want you to pick. Like clearly the Star Child wants you to pick the the middle option once you pick synthesis. But I don't want to pick the one that the Star Child wants. I want to pick the one that is consistent with everything else. Basically, yeah. And um, yeah, and, and can yes. Uh, also important uh, is that you know any any option that I can have to have Shepard survive, I'm obviously going to pick that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't really like to admit this, but yeah, I would rather my Shepard live. Well, I mean, like, look. Here's the thing. I would have been okay if. You know, if basically it would have been fade to black after, um, after the you know, if it's you, it's you and uh, and Anderson, and you guys are are sitting back after you after you turn on the catalyst. If basically it would have just faded to black, and it's like, well, Shepard and Anderson, you know, they they sacrifice themselves so the galaxy can live. I would have been more than okay with that. That would have been a perfectly fine ending. Um, if they would have just you know foregone the the Star Child completely that would have been fine for me um but if there's a possibility if they're like if one of the many endings is that shepherd can live why not you know <laughs> um yeah. so yeah i think that, i don't see why not yeah the ending dlc is is pretty is pretty good it's it's um pretty strong i i you know and i like i really do like um the destroy ending when you have you have um uh, admiral hackett uh come on and, and do the ending now um Control is Shepard, and I guess that varies depending on if you're Renegade or Paragon. And in Synthesis, you have Edie. And I really have, I have, I've watched the endings, or at least most permutations of the ending on YouTube. And I, well, number one, I think Control is creepy. Um, Control's really creepy. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't, I'm not not a fan Mm -hmm. at all. I'm not as creepy as Synthesis, but uh, it's, it's not good. I mean, power, obviously, power corrupts. Mm-hmm. And when you have one person, or, well, more than a person now, mm-hmm. to take care of all the galaxy, I'm pretty sure that someone who transcended being mortal and uh, started to be something much more uh, everything. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty damn sure that the morality of the person would completely change and they would go absolutely crazy and would unleash the reapers and ask again yeah i mean and more importantly it's not like look oh it's like hey shepherd is is you know is basically controls the reapers now and that's fine for the first you know hundred thousand years but eventually it's like you, you know it, we're not talking about shepherd living you know a normal human lifespan or twice or 10 times a normal human lifespan. we're basically yeah. talking like shepherd living you know infinitely you know as as long as, as the universe can exist we're essentially talking about how shepherd living that long don't you i mean something bad is going to happen eventually yeah, um, I not a fan of control and synthesis. Um, well, I, I I don't find it I don't find it creepy. I just don't find it very satisfying. I just I just I just don't like. It's also really kind of space magicy for me, where it's like oh now magically machines and humans are the, the are in bio you know uh, organics they're the same things. 
and that seems very strange and one of those things where it's like it doesn't even really make sense because you know obviously you're in a science fiction world and not everything has to make perfect sense in reality but we spend so much time they spend so much time trying to make um mass effect and the biotic uh trying to make it believable like oh you know it's dark energy and you know things that actually do exist in our universe they're, they're, just, they're just taking it and twisting it a little bit um to have it have this magic you know uh ending is very strange i feel like synthesis is is out of place uh, i'm sorry what come again i feel that synthesis is out of place it, it's, it doesn't seem to fit with the rest of the endings um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, Bioware is trying to push it on us as if it was a, the perfect solution for some reason. And to me, it's a massive space rape, basically. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It, 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 and also, <laughs> it's like, uh, Shepard is then now part of the DNA of everything. <laughs> It's it's pretty strange. It's it's very strange, and I I'm not I'm not a fan. Obviously, there are people that disagree. There are people who really like control, and less people that li- really like synthesis. But there are there are the people that like synthesis. But um, definitely, yeah. I agree with you that destroy is absolutely the best. So let's talk about Leviathan. Um, hmm. I, you you have played it. I've played it. Yep. Um, it's about. Uh, do you agree? It's about probably like what two and a half three hours of content. Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, um, it's pretty interesting. And now, have you? Did you play um, Rockstar Games uh, La Noir? Um, um, but it's it's pretty similar in certain aspects. When you're ta- when you're dealing with Edie and you're in the like, you're in the lab and you're looking for clues, it seems to me very similar to some of the gameplay in La Noir, and I really enjoyed that. What did you think about the clue seeking uh, part of the of the mission? <sighs> was interesting, I guess. Uh, I mean, there were hits and misses, but uh, still, it was... Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. But it, it made you think about what you were trying to uh, find, actually. And that was, you know, Leviathan. Right. Uh, and I enjoy clues and puzzles. Uh, solving, so it, it was fine for me. Yeah, and now what did you think about the actual interaction with, you know, the, these proto-reapers, you know, the, these biological reapers with Shepard? Uh, the, the first one uh, in on that asteroid, that that was scary. Mm-hmm. That, that was really, really scary, but then uh, at the end, mm-hmm. uh, I felt a little bit violated, but yeah, I got it. I got what they were trying to do. So, so you you really don't like like um you know these beings entering your mind or whatever? No, not really. Felt too much like indoctrination. Yeah, I mean, certainly it it does have it. It, it I think it's designed to feel that way, and and, and it, oh, yeah. it, it it leaves you feeling very uneasy. Um, but it's and it's certainly good to have you want those guys on your side, <laughs> not the ones um, yeah. fighting uh fighting with you. Um, it is also kind of strange that. <sighs> I mean, number one, it does explain more about about the Star Child and makes it and makes it much more much more believable and less out of the blue, um, oh, th- yeah. than it was before the DLC, which is good. However, it does kind of feel strange in that the only real the only real discussion we've had about the Leviathan of Dis is 
you know, we have we've have the the small you know, little offshoot missions uh, in the previous games, and it's like, oh well, there's this thing, and it's kind of like a Reaper, but we don't know the Batarians are hiding it. Um, it seems. Uh, if it seems kind of like an afterthought. I mean, obviously, it is an afterthought in that it's DLC that was released, but it feels it feels like we're backtracking to try to to try to make the Star Child feel less uh, out of the blue. Uh, yeah, or less uh, suspicious. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, except for for one thing, you you say that it's uh, oh just side missions. Look, uh, I started a separate playthrough just to uh, have Leviathan first. Uh huh. Right after uh, Palavan, right, and then see how the dialogue would change, uh, d- depending on finishing or not finishing this uh, DLC. And you remember the scene where you uh, have to ca- uh, catch uh, Balak, right, with yeah. the help of Jordan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just finished that uh, quest, and the dialogue at the end does not change at all. So uh, it's still uh, Balak says that it's. Uh, the Viathan of this, and Shepard still say says that. Uh, so your scientists were studying a Reaper. Oh, that's it. Uh, no, no, they didn't. Come on, you just solved this puzzle. Yeah. No, they didn't. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really that's that's a bummer. Uh, I I would have hoped that they would have changed that, but I, I but I Me guess. Me too. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, however, I do really like. Uh, in between, when you when you make small accomplishment uh, accomplishments in the, in when you're playing through Leviathan, I do like that when you come back on the ship, all of all of your squad mates have new things oh, yeah. to say. I really like that. I uh, love that. Yeah, I mean, re- uh, the squad mate banter in three is really absolutely the best in the series. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic, and I and I, and I I mean very much they took they took a lot of of what I would say what Bioware learned with the Dragon Age series and and how people enjoy the the banter that you have with that they really took that um, and and embraced it with Mass Effect and I, I I enjoyed that quite a bit because that for for me and I'm sure many people the biggest uh, part of Mass Effect and you know the enjoyment of Mass Effect is interacting with your squad and and making them believable people like making them feel like they're actual people in real life and i like that a lot oh i completely agree there uh, was this one particular uh, uh line from liara actually uh in uh, in the dlc that i absolutely loved she uh, said something around, uh, uh, along the lines of, oh, this data hidden, uh, oh, and it's so awesome. And she, she gave me that creepy vibe, like uh, in, um, in Laird of the Shadow Broker, you can have Shepard ask Clear if she's going to turn into that creepy stalker. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she would say, oh, this is going to be hard. But... Uh, that the line really gave me the that vibe from her, and I loved it because I really liked the dark Liara. Creepy Liara. No, dark. <laughs> Not creepy. Dark. Uh, you 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 want you want her to you want her to be a badass. You want her to be the badass shadow broker. Uh, yeah, rather than creepy stalker girlfriend. <laughs> Um, so also in this past week, um, unfortunately we did see that both, um, Dr. Ray and Greg are leaving Bioware, which is highly, very, very unfortunate. Um, but 
at the same time, which is probably a very smart move from them, um, they also announced that uh, Omega, the Omega DLC, the Take Back Omega that we have talked about in the past, uh, oh, yeah. it, they've confirmed that it will uh, it will come out this fall um, for Mass Effect Three, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah, that was pretty clever clever moment for us, wasn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, really, the the Take Back Omega DLC will be. I, I think if it is if it is um, taken seriously and it is you know if it's you know roughly the same length as Shadow Broker or Leviathan, where we're talking about like let's say three hours, a good three hours of content, uh, I will m- more than happily pay for that. I really, really think that that, that has a lot of potential to be great DLC. Absolutely, definitely, and I just can't wait. Yes, and, and I and I do I do want to um to stress to everyone listening that the only way that we can continue to get more great DLC is if we buy the DLC when it's released. You buy it, Bioware, you know, sees the bottom line, and that's how they can continue to fund uh, more DLC and more great content. Um, so it's very important that you buy the DLC. If you're interested in more DLC, it's important that you buy the DLC that exists now. Um, also, we we did hear um, that there's more multiplayer DLC coming, which is great. I'm I'm stoked for that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some really interesting. I I have heard rumors um, that it will in- involve the collectors um, as a, as an enemy, which is pretty oh. which is pretty interesting. Um, Wait, didn't we just wipe them? I, I mean I don't really know, I don't know the about where about where um, the multiplayer sits in the in the canon or whatever, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I have heard rumors about that and I I mean obviously we don't know we we won't know for sure if that's true until Bioware makes it official, um, but that would certainly be interesting and I would like I certainly would like to have more enemies. Oh yeah, um, with big heads. Yeah, and so I, I can line up the show uh, <laughs> pretty well. And I also have heard that they're going to be tweaking um, the original maps, so it'll be less uh, less easy to farm gold. Which oh, be- you mean Firebase White? Yes, um, yes. Right. So that'll be interesting, and uh, and of course we would assume uh, more more characters to play for at play through, uh, and more and more guns, which is which is nice. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm very excited, and also uh, in the same time they also announced that that they have begun work on whatever the next Mass Effect game will be. All right. I just hope it will be in the past. Uh, yeah. And something something on smaller scale, maybe. Yeah, I, I really think there's so much really cool stuff in the, in the Mass Effect universe that's really only been talked about briefly or mentioned, you know, oh, you know, this happened. Um, yeah, in the expanded universe. Yeah, it, there's so much that could really be executed well. And, like, Look, even if it takes place in the past, and it's something like let's say um, the Krogan uprising, like yeah, we know how that ends. I, I understand that, but there's so much that can be told. Like you know, like will this battle, like can we can we win this battle, or you know, like talk about these specific characters and see the like the rise and fall of specific characters. There's really great narrative stuff that can be done with that, and I would love to see Bioware explore that. Uh- yeah, then again, you can also end up like the um, latest Halo game. That's true. And you, you know, everybody dies in the end. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, the, I feel like kind of the worst case scenario we could have is being like, it's Shepard again! Woo! I don't think so. 
Um, that or was... I really hope not. <laughs> yes. Um... Seriously, they, they said they finished the uh, Shepherd story, and I would like to believe them because that's over for they me. Also I mean, said that not, with... not really over, but the games are. They also yeah. said that with Halo. They, they, they said, <sighs> we're, done, we're done with Master Chief. Just okay, kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. He's back. Um, <laughs> so really, really, it, w- it would be nice. It would be nice if we had something new, something interesting. Um, but absolutely, I want the, the Mass Effect universe to continue because there's so much really cool stuff um, that can be explored. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of really cool stuff to continue on. Um, uh, is there is there something in Omega in, in a tape back Omega DLC? Is there something that you're really looking forward to or hoping to see? Uh, maybe having Arya as a squad mate. That would be cool. I would be really nice. A romance option, or at least a shag on the side option. Yeah, kind of like a just to have a one one sexy night with Arya. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm very much into Arya. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that would be great. Arya as a squad mate would be really cool. Um, you know, I'm trying. I'm I'm thinking if you if it's if I like I play as an adept, so I think about me. Liara and and Arya in a Take Back Omega DLC. Just me having two Asari, just just you know spamming singularities. I, I think that would be pretty pretty great. Mm, it could be interesting, but I would take Arya anyway because it would be Cerberus, and they always have shields. So I would need someone to overload stuff. That's true. It's very true. Um, I always take Arya everywhere anyway. <laughs> Yes. Um, so now that we've talked about the DLC a bit, um, let's talk about um, some of your favorite characters in one, two, and three. Now you you specifically say Garrus, and obviously yep. he, he he is your your romance option. Who yep. who did you uh, romance uh, in one, or did you not romance anyone? No one. I briefly considered uh, romancing Liara actually mm-hmm. because she, she she was so cute, so sweet and innocent, and she gave me that. Uh, Vulcan vibe actually she was a scientist and uh, uh, telepathic somewhat uh, you know she could do the meld and um, <laughs> being a Trekkie like I am and absolutely adoring Spock she um, I considered her for a bit to be uh, this uh, his substitute so to say but as I started to get to know her I realized that no, no not really uh-huh. And she's just so sweet, and I preferred to see her as uh, sort of my uh, uh, sister rather than uh, love interest. She just seemed so young and uh, really uh, innocent that I didn't want to spoil that. I agree. I mean, she, that's certainly that's certainly what it's like in one, and I I, I can agree that it, it the romance does feel a little bit stilted in one and it certainly gets a lot better a lot better in two and three um yeah that's, that's what i heard yeah um but what i i, I completely agree that the I, I would say that it's probably true it's i have not to be fair i have not romanced Caden or ashley um but because <laughs> uh, i can i can't i can't make myself do it it's it's just so atrocious yeah um, on my first playthrough when one i accidentally uh, romanced Caden uh, and okay that that was uh, not fun for me yeah. and I didn't I didn't like him mm-hmm. yeah he's oh, the, the humans they're not good they are not they're not uh, good romance options or really just no, good, they're not, not good people either um, no come on take a look at Jack Jack is 
the amount of character development she's going through. Well, oh no, I meant I meant in one. I meant I meant I meant oh. I meant Caden and, and Ashley. They're awful. Uh, no, no, I, I'm not really fond of them. I mean, I started to warm up to Ashley a little bit in three, but that was because a friend made me. <laughs> he's a he's a big fan of uh, Ashley, and we talked a lot about her. Mm-hmm. And I decided. Um, I don't really hate her so much. I just don't like some things about her. Uh, her being, uh, you know, um, racist, xenophobic bit. Yes, and also the bad poems. Uh, I can't take the poetry. Um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I personally, I like poetry, but uh, I, the issues I had with the poems that she recited, she uh, applied wrong ones. <laughs> <laughs> in the situation, she it, it it didn't seem like she actually understood them. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, not- but but that's that's not that's not her. It's her writer. Okay, <laughs> they pick the poems, and it's their fault. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess you could just you could go back that far for every 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 mistake that's ever made uh, in any of the characters. You know, blame the writers. But um, no, no. Um, no, I can't understand what they were trying to do. It just they failed. Um, and look, here's the thing. I, I, there are poems, there's poetry that I like, um, but I don't go around reciting it. Um, I think that's silly. Um, uh, I guess. Um, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't enjoy her character and I, there's, there's really, um, not much. And she, I don't think that she's, she gets much better in three. Um, uh, I guess one, you know, once she finally trusts you. That's fine, but it takes her a lot of time to do that. Yeah. She doesn't trust you till like halfway through the goddamn game. That's yeah, a problem. Um, so let's talk about your other favorite characters now. So obviously you're not a huge fan in one of of the of Ashley or or Caden, and I can't blame you. Now how do you, how do you feel about Rex? Oh, I love Rex. Uh, yeah, the, my 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 girlfriend. Much enjoyment. Yeah, my girlfriend um, has has never played through them, but she has watched me play through them uh, quite a few times, and um, she really really likes Rex a lot. Um, she it's, Rex is probably her favorite character. I can blame her. I really like him. Um, he's and I, he also. I, th- I think he's probably the best. Um, he's the most interesting in one because we really don't know anything about Krogans yet, and he's kind of our window to the Krogan species, and I like that a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. And his his story is also kind of not only show you uh, the Krogan history and how they are right now, but uh, also his outlook on how they should be mm-hmm. instead, which uh, is expanded upon in the second game and very much so in the third one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Rex is really, really great. Um, he has a really nice sense of humor as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, Rex is... is- I mean, he has some of the best lines in mm. in the series. He's really, really a funny character. Same thing with oh. Grunt. The Krogans get really great lines, um, and I I like that a lot. Um, so also now we have to talk about Garrus. Now you like you you romance Garrus in two and three, but yep. do you really did, was was your affection for him immediate in in one, or did it take some time for him to grow on you? Hmm. Uh, in one, he had some really awkward lines, and uh, <laughs> I was just looking at the screen and said, what are you talking about? Come on. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, uh, yeah, he, he grew on me pretty, pretty fast. Uh, I like his, his attitude and his, his kind of a 
dirty high look on uh, on the galaxy and uh, what cops should and should not be doing. Mm-hmm. And just look, I'm okay. It's kind of unrelated, but I'm a really big fan of Clint Eastwood movies, especially Dirty Harry. Right. And this this really re- he really reminded him uh, me of him, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. Yeah. And then he turned into <laughs> Batman, <laughs> and so he became Batman. And mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there certainly is. I can definitely say. I can definitely see in one um, the the Dirty Harry comparisons. Um, he's certainly, you know, kind of that the the cop that is, you know, he's not. He's he's you know good fundamentally, and but he's not. He's not hamstrung by the rules. He'll he'll go right. No, and definitely not by the book, and too impatient to be by the book cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I, I, I can easily see him punching people and uh, finding his place in the new CSEC, so to speak. Yeah, uh, I definitely like Garrus a lot in one, and you know he he. Uh, what I think I like about him in one is that he looks up to Shepard a lot, and I like that. In, in two and three, he much more becomes. Um, he becomes uh, very deep friends with Shepard and becomes great friends, and people like that, and I and I completely understand. But I really kind of like in one having a character that is basically like your ward you know he is he is the the robin to your batman um i like that i like having somebody who oh, yeah. who looks up to you well it's someone who actually is i don't know i from, from what i under, understood uh, tried to understand him in one uh, i actually i saw someone who is looking for a for an ideal to strive to, mm-hmm. and you uh, happen to be it. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, and that uh, that's important thing uh, because via uh, your conversations, you can actually steer him to go back to CSEC or just straight up apply for a spectre status. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I agree that that he's definitely looking for someone to be, you know, hit, you know, the leader, the somebody who is who uh, you know embodies all of his beliefs, and I and I like that a lot. Um, now, Tally, uh, I, I'd say that, that that pretty much everyone, I mean, there, people's opinions specifically on Tally vary, but pretty much everyone likes Tally. Do you, now, how how do you feel about Tally? I love Tally. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's... absolutely adorable. And the first time I even saw him was like, "Oh, she's so sweet." Let me hug her. Yes, um, she. I mean, and that's certainly um, the romance with Tally in in uh, two. And that she's not my she's not my main romance because I do not my main my main shepherd is not mm-hmm. is not male. Um, but I did do yeah. a run through where I did romance Tally, and that's really the best way to uh, to describe it. Is it's just sugary sweet. It is so unbelievably uh teddy bears and unicorns uh it is it is very 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 um uh it, it, it's yeah. basically it's big fa- it's fan service on in every single yeah, way absolutely but then again tally as she is even if you don't romance her she is so teddy bear and rainbows and pony sweet yeah so i found it even though yes yes i think it was very sweet uh, I actually enjoyed it because it was in line with her character. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's because really, I also romance her on my mention. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard um, to dislike Tally. Um, <laughs> she, the really, the only moments where she gets um, 
where, where there's where there's really any conflict with between her and Shepard is number one yeah. is with um in her uh, her uh, loyalty mission and two when you're talking about her dad. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I mean, because really if we're, if we're not, if we're not talking about, you know, metagaming and dealing with the consequences of the game, like there's no way I'm going to have a disloyal tally. I'm just not going to do it. Um, uh, no. um, but if we're talking about, if I, if, if I didn't know what the consequences were, um, there's no way that I wouldn't, um, whip out, um, the information about Tally's dad. I mean, I, I, I really would do that if it didn't make Tally disloyal. Um, and then also at the, at, you know, it, when the, um, at, at the very, uh, end, towards the end of three, when you're dealing with, uh, the Geth, um, and she really is like, yes, she's being much more, um, thoughtful and, and um, responsible than the rest of the Quarians, but she still is, 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 much too dedicated to the idea of the Quarians than actual logic and making sense. Um, yeah. 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 Um, it's just something that bothers me about her because she reminded me of Ashley when she, when it comes to the guest and her, it's only after she actually met Legion that she, she started to kind of see some reason mm-hmm. because before that she, she was a fanatic mm-hmm. and that didn't really well with me not that that much yeah and the one thing that really bothered me about about tally in three is uh during the scene where she's drunk which i love i love that scene but it doesn't really make sense if you save miranda Uh, because no no because she's talking about miranda as she's uh, she's talking about miranda as almost as if miranda dies because she's very she's she's very upset it just it seems very off-putting when you save miranda uh, well, she's drunk, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're like, they're like, oh man, Miranda's, or, or, or no, she's, there's this, um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, I guess it's, it's trainer says, oh, uh, you know, uh, Tally's taking it really hard. Like, taking what really hard? That Miranda and her sister reunited and saved the day? <laughs> uh, no, that, uh, Miranda actually offed her dad. Yeah, but because, Miranda's you know, pretty cool with it. <laughs> Miranda is, but you remember the relationship that Tally had with uh, her dad? Yeah. She was she was so distraught after he died, and she constantly talked about him like the sun shined out of his ass. <laughs> and now she like she doesn't have her dad, and she, uh, in my case, she usually actually sees Miranda off her dad. Right. So I can totally get why she is so. Uh, distraught yeah that she gets struck yeah it, it, ontarian branding <laughs> triple <third. laughs> emergency induction port mm-hmm. um so yeah uh tally tally's tally's pretty great um uh, I'm, I'm quite quite a fan um now let's talk about now because there's so many characters in in two well I, I i don't think we're gonna have time to talk about all of them but um but what what are your who, who are your favorite characters in in, in uh in two I like Kasumi a lot. Mm-hmm. I think she is adorable, absolutely adorable in that impish kind of way, mm-hmm. and lots and lots of fun. Even though she is a DLC character and she doesn't have, uh, you know, a normal uh, talk, you, you can talk with her right. in certain when you can in certain parts of the game with the other crew. Right. Uh, 
I, I just think she's absolutely adorable and uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Kasumi's pretty great. I specifically love love her um, loyalty mission. It's fantastic. Oh yes, I, I enjoyed it because it was you know oh, I can I, I can break into rich guy's home and then, <laughs> oh and then seeing all those stuff in his vault that was really something. He had Statue of Liberty and David. Uh, yeah, it's quite good. Quite and good. an ogre from <laughs> <laughs> from Dragon Age. Yes, I I really I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. So, um, I agree. Kasumi's pretty great. Now, what do you think about the the other DLC character? Um, what what do you think about the Mister Mister Gruff himself? Uh, you mean uh, the old fart? Yes. <laughs> no, uh, I I think he's he's nice. Uh, I don't like him. Uh, well, I don't adore him as much as uh, Kasumi, but for what he is supposed to be, uh, he's he's. It's fun. I mean, all, all the war stories he he shares uh, with you, and, and about how how almost he got choked by uh, Hanner. Um, yeah, if if you're in the mood for something like that, um, then sure, why not? Yes. Uh, his loyalty mission, though, I didn't much like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. Uh, no, not fun for me. Yeah, I always save the the workers there and uh, um, beat uh, Zaid into uh, loyalty afterwards. Yes, <laughs> but uh, on the ship he, he doesn't uh, really uh, come off as such a hate machine as he comes off uh, comes off in his loyalty mission. Yeah, which. Um, I didn't really like that much, but on the on the ship when he's telling the stories, especially about Jesse, his rifle that I have no idea what he's doing when I'm not looking, uh, he's he's okay, I guess. Yeah. But um, not so useful as a squad mate though, because I already ran ever everywhere with Garrus. Right. Um. I my favorite part of, of Zahid is that it is a Paragon trigger, uh, to to punch him in the face, which I oh, love. Yeah. I love. I love. This is what I love about Bioware so much is that it is not a strict. It's not good and evil. You know, Paragon and Renegade. It, you know, oh. it's about what's for, you know what is you know is consistent with a Paragon and what is consistent with a Renegade. And I really, really love that they chose to make a Parag make make a Paragon choice punch someone in the face um no, or pistol whip someone as it was with um overlord mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um what i what i think is going on is that they are trying to show that good is not gentle and morals don't really uh, don't really uh they're not okay. black and white yeah but i'm um, just Never mind. I lost the word, so let's skip over that. Sorry. Um, no problem. Uh, really, it, it, it's so interesting to me because specifically because uh, so many of these games we're talking like you know you talk about Kotor or whatever. It ends up being like you're either a saint or an asshole. Uh, you're you know you're you're either like here I will donate a hundred thousand dollars to a kitten university or or you know it's it's hey I'm gonna I'm gonna kick a puppy off a bridge. Um, those are really generally your options. And uh, Bioware right. did a great job. Great job. With Paragon and Renegade, specifically in two and three, I love I love the Paragon and Renegade triggers. Uh, that really makes uh, the game a lot better. Uh, the interrupt, oh gosh, yes, mm-hmm. especially in two. And I took well, not every single, but most of them. I think 
Uh, yeah, most of them. Maybe one or two not uh, in um, the second game. But but the, 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 the Renegade interrupts in the second game were just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love... I take... There's a fair bit, I you know, I play mostly Paragon, but in the third game, I end up taking a, a fair bit of Renegade interrupts. I, I interrupt I interrupt Udina, I, I, I shoot him, I, yep. uh, I I Renegade interrupt and smash uh, What's-His-Nose's sword, I uh, yep. I Renegade interrupt and punch uh, the the uh, Quarian Admiral on my ship. I once did that, I didn't much like it afterwards. Well, screw that well, guy, I, I, he wanted to blow me up! Yeah, um, I mean... I understand that, but still, it's it kind of was a sound strategy. So uh, I tried that once, and afterwards decided that punching him in the gut was too extreme for me. <laughs> You're rather just a verbal reprimand. Yeah, <laughs> to choke him out, and that would serve him much better because he's in front of every other uh, admiral except uh, Admiral Salkoris. So. Also, I really love the the, the the Renegade Interrupt where you can headbutt a Krogan in two. Oh, oh God. Yeah, Gatatuk Uvek has a really bad day that day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, so how do you feel about Grunt uh, in two? Uh, my tank baby! <laughs> <laughs> I like him, I like him. He's... Uh... Oh, many people uh, were afraid that he's just going to be... Uh poor man's version of uh, uh, Rex, right. but he, he was his own factor, and um, I, uh, well, while I didn't really enjoy uh, taking, him, taking him on missions that much because just no five place now, actually. Right. But uh, when, when I did take him, I really enjoyed him. Uh, he had some really nice lines, and um, the, seeing him, how he was trying to adjust to being a Krogan and try to understand what it meant mm-hmm. rather than just what the tank told him. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was interesting to see. Yeah. I, I, I agree that you, it's kind of, you get, you get the idea of a Krogan kind of turned on its head. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Jack, you know, also is, is such a good character. And, and you said this earlier and I agree with you completely. Um, Jack does see the best, um, the best character development in the entire series, I think, because she, you oh, know, yeah. Liara. I mean, you could argue the same thing. Um, uh, you, you take. I so- think, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I, I think that for Liara, the character development, I think, uh, goes backwards a little bit, uh, but not for Jack. For Jack, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jack is is really great, and she's a character that you that you go from kind of distrusting and not liking very much to a character that you actually care pretty deeply about and and you're yeah. really glad to see her um grow and and become okay with herself i like that a lot yeah and most of it uh actually well on screen in second uh second game when you meet her and she just basically trashed the whole ship again mm-hmm. uh but uh as, as you get to know her and she gets to know you uh, a player or your shepherd, actually. She also gets uh, much of the stem- character development, depending on how you talk with her, to the point that uh, you know she, she uh, calls you a commander 
when uh, during the suicide mission and that's i think that's a pretty big step for her because she didn't respect any authority before yeah yeah i i, I completely agree um so you know I, there's only so much jacob we can talk about um do you, do you like jacob or is he completely wasteless well i don't um, as a romance option i absolutely hated him mm-hmm. i hate oh awful yeah uh and um, but no, in second game as a character on on his own, uh, he he was fine. You know, he he was kind of this steady, uh, level-headed guy who you were supposed to depend on, and that was fine. He was just you know kind of useless as a soldier because he's in combat. You know, the powers were bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. But. Uh, he wasn't really that bad. I think that what they did to him uh, in in the third game, especially if Euromaka was a complete disaster, and I don't really know what they were thinking. Yeah. It's terrible. It, it certainly also, does screw you pretty hard if you were yeah, Simon too. Absolutely, completely. Um, well, I'm. I never did that. Oh no, no, neither did no. I. But uh, there some people who did and it was absolutely gutting for them um, yeah it, it does no. suck. Um, oh, also i really think that he and kasumi actually should be hooked up that's well, i mean that certainly would have been more interesting than hey this is other lady yeah um, I would really love Kasumi and Jacob to end up together. And it would also be much more healthy for Kasu- for Kasumi than... Oh, gosh, yes. Yes. Um, so that would have been nice. Um, also, you know, Miranda, uh, people do a lot of complaining. Um, so, uh, number one, I don't I don't so much mind her as a character, and also she's very useful gameplay-wise. Um, oh, yes. Um, so what do, you, what do you think about... What about Miranda? Um, as a character... Uh... You know, not, not uh, squad-wise. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't like her at first, but I think that was the intention to make her or icy and lofty and stuff right. like that. And then she she just, just warms up to you, and you warm up to her, and that's nice. She she becomes um, a reliable person, mm-hmm. and that, that's fine. I I like her there. I like uh, her in yeah. three. I like her a lot in three. Oh yes, yes, very much so. She turns into a very capable and uh, caring person. Yes. And she finally acknowledges that nobody's perfect. Yes. And, and I think that's strong. Now, here's where I think I differ from most people. Um, Thane. A lot of people seem to really like Thane. Thane, oh, yeah. Thane seems to me, in two, um, to be a, a very forgettable. Um <laughs> I, I, I mean, to be fair, I didn't romance him or anything uh, in two, but it just, I, 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 for me, I guess maybe it's just the luck of the draw where I did, I did his, his, um, his um, recruitment mission last, um, but like I don't spend a lot of time with him. Uh, I don't find him particularly interesting, and and I feel like he falls kind of flat in two, considering you know he's on the the box cover, you know he's on the the cover of the oh, game. Yeah. You would think that he would be. Uh, a bigger character, much more on on par with Miranda. Um, Thane is difficult. Uh, I I don't really mind him. Uh, I actually I quite like him. I don't understand him, mm-hmm. but I uh, I do like him. I enjoy going out with uh, him as a squadmate because he's very useful to me. 
Uh, and uh, hmm, as a character, I well, there, there's definitely there's depth to it, and his own you know story uh, can be engaging if you're into this sort of thing. But mm-hmm. as a romanceable character, uh, I really I really don't like how uh, how they handle actually dating someone who is dying. Yeah. I did that once, and it was nothing like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty. It's huh. it's not how it's supposed to look like. No, it doesn't matter if he tells you that he's fine with it, or he used to be. If you romance him, he tells you that he's afraid of dying now. Mm-hmm. That no, no, that's that's not how it's supposed to look like. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't like it, and it's creepy. Yeah, and you know, and it's it's really hard for me. Um, to I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, I, I'm just an old fuddy-duddy. But um, the romances with with characters like I understand Asari because Asari pretty much just look like humans, but they have little tentacle things on their heads. Um, you know, when you're talking they about they don't flop around. Um, when you're talking about romancing a Turian or a Drell, it just they don't they don't look appealing. <laughs> like they look creepy and weird and uh, you know, and uh, it, it bothers me. And I don't think psychologically I could ever, I could even just pretend uh, to do that. You know, it's obviously, you know, it's make believe, but still it just, it creeps me out. Yeah. You know, the cane was actually uh, designed to be uh, very sexually appealing to women. I had no idea. Um, it's, cer- yeah. it's certainly they, not sexually they... appealing to me. <laughs> Well, it's because you're a guy, right? <laughs> then again, I remember that he was... Uh, I heard a rumor that he was supposed to be a, a bisexual uh, from adoption. Yeah, I don't... I, see, and, well, also, and also, I really... It's uh, there's a religion aspect to it, which I really don't. Hmm. I really don't get. I really, I because I, it's hard for me to empathize with with uh, with religion. Uh, yeah, ex- exactly like with uh, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also, she is also religious, and uh, I'm not. No, neither am I, and I find it, it it hard to empathize with their religious, you know, um, aff- you know, affiliations. And I, I really, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't ring true to me, um, because that's not how, that's not no. how I've lived my life. Uh, yeah. Then again, look, I'm very open. I, can, I believe that people can worship whoever or whatever they uh, want. It just they shouldn't try forcing it on me. And while Tane actually. Uh, mentioned uh, his religion when you asked him. Right. And uh, when he talked about it uh, unprompted, it was to say some kind of stuff from uh, the mythology of that religion. While Ashley actually kind of forced it on you. Well, and also you look kind of like an asshole if if Thane's son asks you to read from whatever their the the, yeah. the Drell Bible is, and you're like, no, no, I'm good. I'm I'm just gonna stand over here while your dad dies. You yeah, look- I mean, come on, Would, wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't a friend of yours is dying and he asks you to perform this stuff for him? Wouldn't you do that? Well, you, I you know I have to because you look like an asshole if you don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, um, you know, it's not something that you enjoy, but you do just because, you know, it, it, you're you're kind of, I don't know, socially, you're like for, socially forced to do that. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I, I guess that rings for people who are religious. I guess that that, you know, it's, it's nice for them, but uh, it's certainly not for me. Um, yeah, he's he's interesting. Samara. I really, really like Samara. What do you think? 
No, not really. Now, what? What? Now, is it? Do you dislike um, the Justicar, like the Justicar aspect, or is it? Or is it specifically her relationship with Morinth? Um, um, it's again the religion stuff. Except this one is actively pushing it on you. Right. Um. You know, it's it's. No, it, so, it, Samara it's... as a person, she, she was fine. She was kind of a flirty and. Uh, a good uh, companion, and also a, a very wise woman, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it reminded me too much of a crusader. Oh yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it. I mean, like she specifically says it right in when you talk to her. She says she references it the night between the... crusaders and samurai yeah i mean she's essentially like she says like oh i'm a knight templar essentially um yeah i mean clearly but i mean it that the, the asari like it, yes it's religious and, and in 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 certain ways but but like you hear you hear you hear liara explain it where it's 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 much more um of a tradition that's built into i i mean like i i guess it's it's kind of similar here in the united states where where you know we are a secular society we religion is not part of our government but there's a lot of just um legacy stuff there's a lot of things that you know like we were founded by people that were religious and they're like you know like a lot of stuff especially in like california there's a lot of stuff that were that was founded because there were missionaries so i feel it's similar yeah. it's it's similar in asari culture where you, they talk about the goddess and they have all this all this you know these these statues and such but like you can tell that, like, then that she says things like "by the goddess," but you can tell, like, they're a pretty secular society. They're just a lot of cultural baggage. Well, I yeah. Um. So I, 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 uh, I like it now. Now, uh, what about Morden? I, I, a lot of people love Morden. Do you? Ha- do you? Ha- do you? Are you uh, on that train, or are you? Uh, are you a dissenter? Uh, yeah, absolutely on the train. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just can't find anything about him that I don't like. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's so interesting, and because we really the only Solarian that we the, well, there's there's two I guess because I I wasn't really counting the the um the Solarian um uh, uh council member because you don't really talk to them very much, but you get <laughs> Kirahi, and he's really the only Solarian that you're talking to directly, personal, you know, one on one. Oh, there's also Jordan Bow. Yeah, that's true, um, but yeah, I mean, you're you're in in one you you don't you don't have very many Solarians to talk to. Uh, in in this, you you have you pretty much your first person that you're you're going off to get is is a Solarian, and he's a really interesting character, and um, you grow quite attached to him. Absolutely, especially his uh, he seems like he's captain minded at first, but then uh, it. Just turns out that he he can run multitask really well, and um, when he asks you not to bother him, that just means that he's so busy he just doesn't give a shit what you have to say. Yes, um, yeah, he's great. And how, now I, I assume that you that you cured the genophage in three. Oh yes, of course I did. Um, did how did you feel about um his his death um in in the par the, the basically his paragon uh death i cried oh yeah it's it's family it, i cried very much really good and and yeah. and i've said it before in the show but it really does it d- does bear re-mentioning um 
pulling the trigger when you're playing a renegade to, to shoot more than who is it's it's hard to do it's like because it's it's it's, it's much harder than if it was just a dialogue option um if it was a dialogue option you could be like yeah okay you know he's gonna make his decision blah blah when you actually have to pull the trigger and that means that you're going to shoot morton directly in the back that it's it, it getting my brain to do that it, it's hard it's very difficult did, did you actually have a renegade playthrough yeah yeah i, I played through um uh, as my uh dude shep uh that i romanced tower yeah. with was renegade because i pretty much played my my main shep my main fem shep as as space mm-hmm. jesus um yeah. i i did a, a run through of mainly renegade there are some things that just it's too hard there's a lot of, of renegade options where you're a real dick um, yeah i i can't i can't force myself to, to play a renegade ever it's hard it's it's not yeah. it's not easy and i i, I think that it it's it's because mass effect is so good and so enjoyable and that you you care about the things that are happening uh you know like when you're you're playing through you know any given game like even even less even so with um like a uh, kotor uh yeah. you know i can go through and play a dark side character and it's like all right i'm just gonna be an asshole to these characters it's fine but when uh, it's- i no, I I can do that. I'm not in any game actually. I just I just can't bear myself to be an asshole in any game or really in real life either. Well, maybe a little bit, but <laughs> but still, I'm generally I'm a nice person, seriously, and I can just I just don't have it in me to be a dick. Yeah. Or a, a I, female I, equivalent <laughs> and in a video game. I'm sorry, but uh, that uh, scene. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw it on YouTube uh, where you shoot more than mm-hmm. what hit me really hard about it is that you when, when you pull gun on, gun on him, it's Carnifex. And it's the same gun that you get from him on his recruitment mission. <laughs> wow, I, I didn't even know awful. that. Yeah. yeah, it's in every other cutscene in the game, uh, in free, anyway, mm-hmm. you pull out a Predator or a Shuriken or an Avenger, and not not here. You pull out a Carnifex, the exit gun that he gave to you as a sign of goodwill. Wow, wow! I didn't that's, know that, that at all. That's harsh. Huh. Yeah, that's tough. And and I still haven't I still haven't done a playthrough because you you can do a playthrough if if um you if Eve is dead and you have Reeve, um you can have it where you can convince him. Um, that that he can he can just uh, it's better to just let the yeah. the Krogan die and and join the team, which I feel like on one hand it's like yay Morton lives on the other hand it's like wow I just doomed a species to to genocide that's cool that's horrible yeah, that that's not that's not cool that's so not cool yeah it's uh, bad it's, it's, it, it's the the amount of genocide that Shepard is forced uh, to to forced? choose yeah it's bad. Why would- Say she, she or he is forced to do anything. If she or he is a renegade, she actively chooses to commit it. Right. Um, well, and, and I guess you could make the argument that you could you could say that the Dolatress is basically like um, strong arming you into doing it and saying like we the galaxy might not survive uh, if you're not if you're not metagaming. The galaxy might not survive without Solarian support. Um, I might have to do this just for the sake of the galaxy. Yeah, Javik said that they used to lick their own eye. 
<laughs> um, yeah, and and I I think that, and especially when you when you do have the um, Quarian versus Geth, if you if you don't have the you know the appropriate points, uh, yeah, okay. you, you you basically you're forced to pick which 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 species which sentient race uh, is okay to die. That's tough. That's that's true. That's very tough, and also. Uh, you have to consider if you're a matching tally or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really hard. Uh, but thankfully, I never had this problem. Yeah, I um, I did. I know you time. did. Um, yeah. That was bad. That was real bad. Um, yeah. Really bad. Uh, seeing Tally jump you off you the have, cliff. You have to have everything perfect for this to work. Yeah, and, and yeah, well, I, I certainly thanks. I certainly went back my second playthrough and redid that and made it <laughs> so I could you know broker peace. Um, but yeah, I mean that's really that really really um you know gave me get, that gave me stomach cramps. Um, it was it was bad. Yeah, but uh, actually I've been playing Bioware games since Baldur's Gate One. Yeah, and by by now I meta so much. I mean think meta. So much during playing uh, during playthroughs that I can probably avoid most of the traps that they set up. So. Well, they do. They, there is some stuff that it, it like specifically with the rewriting the heretic Geth. Yeah, and there is some stuff where it it's, it goes or um the data the saving the data the Malin's data like there's yeah. some there's some stuff that really does play with your you as a gamer where it's like I'm not sure which one is the one that I should be picking. Really? Well, yeah, because you think about rewriting the Heretic Geth, that's you know like morally. Like, yeah, it's it's kind of a rapey, isn't it? It, it, I mean, w- which is worse, rewriting someone so they have a slightly different belief, or basically executing everybody with that has the same belief? Uh, yeah, but then again, I went with uh, Legion's opinion, which was that it's fine morally for the gap to be rewritten. Yeah. So I guess uh, yeah, it's okay. I know. Um, yeah, so it's it's a little bit. I started. I tried to consider, you know, the. The race in question, mm-hmm. uh, if it would be okay for them, and Legion, uh, it would, he, he proposed this, so yeah, why not? Yeah. Um. So also, um, you know, we're we're talking about characters. We can We have to talk about. <laughs> we have to talk about Vega, <laughs> because you, uh, you you strongly have a different. You have a very strong different opinion than I do about Vega. Yeah. So, t- yeah, so why not- I like him. So, yes. So why not t- tell? Uh, why not tell the audience um, what about Vega? It is you like. He is uh, okay. You mentioned several times that you don't like him. That you are forced. Uh, that he is forced on you, and that you are supposed to care for him, and that uh, you don't. No, I don't. And you don't like the nickname. No, no, hell no. The nickname, especially <laughs> if you're a dude, the nickname is terrible. Yeah. Okay. Loco. Yes. Horrible. Uh, I would prefer to be called Loco than Lola. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Lola is a name for a stripper. Okay. Yes. I'm uh, not a stripper, and my stripper is not a stripper. So no, I would rather have a uh, Loco. Uh, it's Commander. goddammit. it. Fine. Fine, Commander. 
No, but uh, other than the nickname that yeah. I'm, I'm not really fond of, but that's fine. I got used to it. Right. Uh, I just I got him as a honest to god soldier who is just um, not thinking too much. Maybe after the missions, but he follows orders. He does what he believes is right, and he uh, just generally is what he appears to be for once. There is just one other character who is who she appears to be, and that's Kelly. Mm-hmm. And this this whole ah. This, 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 um, the whole finding out about someone, I, <laughs> I'm generally don't like this in real life. And when someone who was just so straightforward with me and so, uh, open with me, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, what, the thing that I do like about um, Shepard's relationship with Vega is especially when, when you're when you're a woman uh, specifically, um, mm. he you know he does all the, this like vague hitting on you, and and Shepard can actually call him out and be like, so when are you going to do something about this? And he's just like, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that he's all talk and and he doesn't really act upon it. Yeah, that that actually that that was really cute to me i liked him more after that yeah i agree <laughs> um but yeah you know it, i feel like if he was introduced in a different way i would probably feel less hatred towards vega but he was introduced to you at the very start he was the first person you saw in master Street. right except for the kid who later became the, the star child right or the image of him, actually. Right. No, 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 I get it. That's that's fine. Uh, yeah. I get that you don't like him, and I get that you don't like his introduction, but uh, apparently my shepherd knew him because apparently he was supposed to guard her in her uh, house arrest. Mm-hmm. So I suppose they actually got to know each other, and I went to that. Right. And what I do like about Mass Effect is that there's so much room for interpretation and the way that you interpret your game and the way I interpret my game, it, it basically, you know, and all the choices that, that can branch out, you know, we're playing pretty, pretty different games. Like we're experience, our experiences, like, yes, there are experiences that are shared, but the way that you experience Shepard's story and the way I experience Shepard's story, it's, it's substantially different. And I like that a lot. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, the way that you and like the way that's presented, um, the way that you have, um, that you have interactions with people, the way that you have um, discussions and conversations, the mm-hmm. way that you're going to interpret that, and the way that I'm going to interpret that is going to be different. Um, yeah, I suppose. Like, like the um, Jacob Lyle commission you talked about it uh, yeah. earlier with someone else. Yeah. Uh, and I and you both said that you didn't like it, mm-hmm. and I said that I on in the comments I said that I actually loved it. Mm-hmm. What about it? Do you like? Uh, the Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it has themes taken out straight out from my favorite book. Right. Which is absolutely mind blowing. I don't really much care for Jacob as a character, and I absolutely hate him and. Heard game and I hate him with romance options, but 
that uh, loyalty mission was absolutely wonderful for me. It felt creepy and sticky and wrong in, on so many levels that, and this, the themes taken from, from my favorite book that appear uh, in the story, even though it was a really short story. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I that, that made me really appreciate it. I can see, I can certainly see that. Um, but the things that you were saying specifically, you're saying like it felt wrong and it felt creepy and it felt yeah. yucky. Like I, I understand that, but like it, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to get down with that. It's hard for me to even like, I mean, basically there's a certain amount that really likes when the, the renegade option where basically you're just letting uh, Jacob give him a gun and you're like, have fun. <laughs> Have fun uh, shooting yourself in the head, old man. Oh, I arrested the guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there is there is a fair bit of of um, different interpretations that you can be that can be done, and yeah. and I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so Jack- I really wanted I really wanted to give uh, Jacob dad the gun, but I decided that it wouldn't help the people who uh, are you know stuck on this hellhole with him and uh, also the, when they would be cured hopefully and it turned out they were mm-hmm. uh, I figure it would bring them, them some comfort knowing that the person responsible was properly punished right right yeah. um, so let's talk about let's talk about the other uh, character that is sp- oh, yeah. or, that is specific to and we can talk about Edie as well but let's talk about Javik right. first um, yeah what the idea of having a a a a, a, a prothean squadmate who was in a stasis did when you first heard about that um what was did, did you like it or were you skeptical uh, i believe my first re- reaction was oh cool Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I didn't really put much thought into it, and then I read all the drama that people started to make about, oh my god, especially in uh, connection with the fact that he was supposed to be a DLC character. Right. Like, oh my god, this is going to change everything, I have to buy it, because otherwise, oh my god, this is a protean, a goddamn protean, and everything, and all the lore, and oh my god, oh my god, oh, oh come on. Yeah, he really. No, no, and he actually says it. I'm not a scholar, I'm not a scientist, I'm just a soldier, and I don't know shit about the thing you are, thing you are trying to do. Yeah, I mean, like Javik is a cool character, and I and I like, it. Oh, and I like, yeah. I like that he's a, I, I kind of like that he's a jerk. Um, <laughs> he warms up. He, he turns into a friendly troll. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and but you know, and I, I, I like that. Um, but he really doesn't affect the story, and uh, there's nothing to complain no, about. If if you think yeah. if you think he's worth ten dollars, then great, spend the ten dollars. <laughs> but if not. Playing the game without Javik, it really doesn't affect it all that much. Nah, not at all. Uh, well, you you are missing out on some cool dialogue on Hestia, but otherwise, bad uh, really. And Dark Channel is fantastic. Oh yeah, well that's true. Um, but yeah, no, I mean as far as story wise, yeah, you get a little bit of of cool backstory, uh, like a lot of flavor, um, as far as as what Protheans were like. But no, it doesn't affect the main story at all. And and the the complaining was well shocking. People complaining about things that really don't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that, that was absolutely stupid. Yeah, it's silly. But 
Yeah, Javik. I, I like Javik. He always makes me smile. I smile right now thinking about him, and yeah. <laughs> I really love him. Um, I also remember when uh, someone ripped the, the sound out of the demo version, mm-hmm. and <laughs> everyone discovered that he had uh, an accent. Oh my god! <laughs> the Jamaican, the Jamaican accent had. Uh, Actually, in. it's it's uh, Central African. Uh huh. And, but, but close enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. Um, yeah, it I like it. Um, uh, I also I think it's funny. I think it's funny how sh- like Liara loses her shit. She lo- I mean, after Thessia after her dealing with with Javik and, and especially if you bring Javik along on that mission. Oh yeah. She just she she goes fucking nuts. She's crazy. Yeah. Oh, this, this is my culture. This is my belief system. You are wrecking now. Yeah, and he's just like, look, I don't care. Like, I he's like, he's just like, look, <laughs> clearly you're wrong. I don't, I don't. And you know, obviously, I'm romancing Liara, so it's like, Javik, come on. Like, can you just please apologize? I... <laughs> that was not my decision, Ahadi. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Javik. Um, yeah, he's, he's a great character. I really like that you get such a you you. Uh, they set they set you up for for something that you expect, and then they don't deliver that. Deliver something yeah. completely different. <laughs> he's, he's awesome, especially I like uh, the moment when he trolls uh, James, and I figured he will appreciate it too. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> when he's telling that joke, and uh, uh, okay, that's funny. Yeah, that's- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that a lot. And then he laughs. Oh my god, that laughter! Uh, he's he's such a joy to have around. Absolutely. Yeah, fa- fantastic. And um, yeah, yeah. And I and I really like that. By the end of the game, he like there's this deep respect for Shepard for all the accomplishments that she's able to yeah. do. And I like that. When he, when he offered you his hand, which uh, he didn't actually do at, at, the, at the beginning when you recruit him. Shepard offers him his hand or her hand, and he doesn't take it, he just pretty much it. But uh, at the end, when you talk with him, he actually offers you his hand, and then you can either take it or not. Mm-hmm. I-, I thought that was absolutely heartwarming. Yeah, it's good, it's good. And of course I took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you- so did I, absolutely. Um, so and also, I didn't uh, let him look at the memory shard, so he was there. You know, I, I'm really, I'm really um, uh, at it. I have a dichotomy about that because number one, you get a lot of. It's a cool scene. On the other yeah. hand, you're really fucking with him pretty hard. <laughs> That's true, but I would rather him live and finish his book with Liara. <laughs> That's true. That 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 would certainly be the better ending. Yeah, because. I mean, other option is that, oh, my job here is done, so I'm just going to, you know, kill myself. Right. What? No, no, people don't do that. Come on. Well, and also, there's so much we could learn about the Protheans. Um, <laughs> obviously, that, 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 would be, that would be a big loss to the galaxy if, you know, he just shot himself in the head and we didn't get to learn any more yeah, about Yeah, absolutely. And, and he, if we wouldn't find out so much about it if he wouldn't finish his book with Liara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Um, so let's talk about Edie uh, real quick before we move forward. Um, th- how did you feel about Edie taking a sexy robot body? Uh, 
I suspected it for a long time. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> no, I I figured it out a lot, not the time late, uh, earlier, that, she, that there would be some sort of body she would be taking. Uh, because, she, well, first of all, she was such a popular character, and second of all, I got the distinct feeling, feeling in the uh, second game that, uh, yeah, that's who Joker is going to still have with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but um, I was a little bit bothered by uh, how over-sexualized her body was. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a bit over the top, but uh, otherwise, yeah, why not? If, if it was a li- if it was a slightly more tasteful, I feel like it well, would it would have gone over better. Yeah, and if she would look a little bit more like Trisha Helfer, um, yeah, I would save her for myself then. Yeah, yeah. Rather than Joker. And then you get you always get people who are like, she's an infiltration bot, and it's like, wait a second. I don't think that it would be very effective to have a crazy proportioned Barbie doll as an infiltration uh, uh, robot. That wouldn't work for you. You wouldn't be very, it wouldn't be like, you're immediately drawing suspicion towards yourself. You're immediately drawing eyes to you. I feel like that would be a terrible, terrible way to make an infiltration robot to have like a crazy proportion Barbie doll. Uh, actually, the Barbies that are produced uh, recently for the last several years are much more uh, normally proportioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to Edie, who has huge boobs, <laughs> a huge ass, tiny waist, and is generally more of a caricature uh, of a woman than uh, something that would even approach uh, what a normal what, human a, a person. A person that could blend into a crowd and Ill, infiltrate. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. It's a little bit hard to believe. I mean, like, look, I get, I understand like an, an attractive woman, but not a crazy, ridiculous, you know, like quadruple D, you know, thirty, like forty, thirty, forty, um, crazy, <laughs> crazy measurements. Um, yeah, that's it's 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 weird. Yeah. However, the character I think is great, and the the romance between her and Joker is great. I think it's all it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Well, look, just just one more thing about her looks. Look, you have to remember that she her body was designed by the elusive man who is uh, a creep. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, her her character development, especially uh, when you consider her, uh, she considers you uh, sort of your mom or dad, mm-hmm. and she actively asks you to give you, uh, you know the talk right <laughs> I, I, I thought that was adorable and especially uh the way uh shepherd is uncomfortable with it yeah. that was also awesome. shepherd you're sexually active <laughs> uh. yeah that that is it's pretty amusing i like that and yeah. what kind of monster doesn't encourage joker and Edie to get it on I don't know, but uh, look, I know that they, uh, there are people who felt offended by how the uh, romance between them was handled for some reason, and I just, I just can't see it, really. I, I thought that was absolutely beautiful. 
Yeah, it's great. And 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 we you know, I, there's so many people, so many humans that have this bias towards um, you know, organic creatures like like we're something special that that oh she's silicon she has a silicon based uh brain there's no way she could be the similar to us <laughs> like it's, uh, so, it's so crazy yeah um I, I i like i like that they handle with the geth and with Edie. i really like that they handle these are the yes they are not organic based they're not carbon based light forms but they are sentient beings like they have personalities they have like they experience life not you know not exactly like we experience it but they are sentient they have ideas and they have feelings in in different in different ways but they're equally valid to organic carbon-based life forms yeah absolutely i'm a big believer in this and uh, i remember in the even in the first game uh there was uh, an encounter with uh uh, with a VI that uh, actualized itself right. to uh, an AI uh, and started to steal credits to get the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started talking to it as if, as if it was a person uh, written, well, my shepherd started. Uh, and I took Tally with me on that mission for some reason, and she was freaking out. What the hell are you doing? This is a, this is a crazy monster. Shoot it, shoot it. Yeah. No. No. Um. You can't go around destroying things that are that are sentient. Absolutely not. And I didn't really much like the mission on uh, Moon, Mm -hmm. uh, where you have to destroy the uh, rogue VI. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which turned out to be easy anyway. Right. Right. Um, But uh, no, I never ever treated. uh, Um. Synthetics as anything else than uh, uh, actual people. Right. So it it was really painful for me to sacrifice them uh, in the destroy ending. Mm-hmm. But I think that it um, was necessary. Yeah, I, I agree. But don't you think when in the in the extended cut when Admiral Hackett is giving his his speech at the end and he talks about how we can repair you know all the all the uh, all the electronics you know the major ships the 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 relays the mass relays don't you think that Edie and the Geth could be repaired as well? Actually, I'm glad that you bring it up because I don't have to because yes, this is exactly what I think. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like if we can repair a mass relay, which is super fucking complex, um, don't you think that we could compare, you know, a, a, a an AI that only is, you know, that take that can be contained within the Normandy? I mean, I would imagine so. Yeah, and also there is a fact that in the extended cuts, you you actually see the Normandy take off almost immediately after it crash landed. And since the whole of the Normandy is actually Edie, mm. then some of her systems actually survive. I mean, I know it's probably a stretch there, and you know people will go, ah, but no, 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 no. But seriously, I think that it can be done. If the Normandy is working correctly, then Edie can be totally rebuilt. Probably she wouldn't have uh, some of her memories or... Something will not work right, but she will still be there. And I have 
this is my my head cannon. <laughs> well, no, I agree. Yeah. I don't even think I don't even think it's that big of a stretch because obviously mass relays are like you know some of the most complex things in our galaxy. Yeah. Um, if we can, if we if if Hackett is like, yeah, yeah, we can repair it. It's no big deal. Like, yeah, it'll take some years, but it's cool. Then yeah, one one single AI. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's quite easily can be can be rebuilt um so let's talk we, we talked about a few of the missions um that you like uh, specifically we talked about kasumi and jacobs their their loyalty missions um of the three games were, are there specific standout missions that you really like on you know some of your favorite hmm. i really have to think about that well, now what now i uh, people have pr- pretty different opinions about this how do you feel about ilos um in in the first game um, at the start, it's very, very tedious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the introduction, introduction to it. Oh. It's uh, it's interesting. Right. And this this uh, feeling of urgency in this casting uh, that that really got to me because when just just when the makeup landed and I went out of it and it just rushed right into the gap. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> Just, just hurry, hurry, hurry! I have to catch her. Mm-hmm. But um, it it was tedious because the, the, there were piles of enemies coming right at me, and I had to deal with them, and then uh, hack this, hack that, stuff like that. Right. Uh, but in the end, the the reward, uh, the t- talking with uh, Vigil, mm-hmm. um, that that was uh, that was really nicely done. I liked it. Yeah, I agree. It, it, I I but, I enjoy it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the uh, trench run. <laughs> yeah. I like that part the most. Yeah. Um. I think probably some of my favorite stuff in two would be um Grunt's loyalty mission. Um. Uh, <laughs> I think it's it's f- fantastic. I really enjoy getting to visit Tachanka. It's fun. Um, I, I also really like, I even like when we're not actually in, like in his, in, in the pit, you know, trying to do his, his specific, um, mission, but when you're just hanging around Tachanka and dealing with like, yes. uh, oh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. Yes. I loved it. You can learn so much about the Krogan then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. And you can, you can get the pet if just only when you visit Tachanka, you know, or I really wish you could take him to to the Normandy and <laughs> Well, that would certainly make the scale itch a lot worse. Uh, oh no, not the scale itch joke again! Oh, <laughs> God, come on, come on! No, no, no! I, like, Implications, of, unfortunately. Uh, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love. A bunch of people suggested that uh, the scale itch was actually brought to the Normandy by Kelly, uh, and I like Kelly and. I don't appreciate the joke. <laughs> That's a pretty funny joke, though. Uh, joke, yes, but not when, uh, not when trying Kelly. to imply that it was Kelly who did it. I mean, she's a shrink. I'm a shrink. Yeah, but to be fair, to be fair, Kelly, it makes it pretty clear that she's 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 um she's pretty uh, loosey goosey with uh, uh, who she's down who she's down to have relations with. <sighs> No, she says that she is pansexual. Uh-huh. Um, I think I, I, she never once mentioned that she actually did shag everybody. Right, it's funny. She only says that she can appreciate other species. Yes, um, very. It, it, I, you know, 
perhaps perhaps if it was if they were talking about maybe if they said Ashley or something like that, uh, maybe a character that you don't like. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it was Jacob with those abs. <laughs> yes. Um, that would be that would be better. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I think... believe that it's Shepard who broke the toilet <laughs> because well, I mean... he patted her so much and scratched his belly and all that, <laughs> and then you know it just sort of spread. I agree. Um, so, no, yeah. no, that's a joke. Um, I think I think that uh, Arya, obviously, the Arya's introduction is is great. Um, oh, dealing with Omega I, is is lots I of fun. Oh, I love Omega. Um, I I think that, um, you know, Morton's loyalty mission. I feel like I, it's not as satisfying as I hoped it would be. Do you mean the the final confrontation with Melon? Yeah. Okay, it's not Melon, but whatever. Uh, um, I didn't really think about it that way. I when I do the mission, uh, I always think about what it reveals about Morden. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the conversations you have midway about how actually he hates the work he did with the Jenna page and how he really regrets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how after it, he, he tried various religions to try and justify this, right. this awful stuff that he did. Mm-hmm. I ab- absolutely loved it. And so afterwards, well, yes, this is kind of anti- anticlimactic, the, the, the final confrontation. Right. Uh, I think it flows really well with the conversations. It's not the mission itself. Right. right. I, I agree. I agree. It, and it it it's nice that that he is he it's it's uh, you know when you're talking with him it it's it's a lot of gray area. It's a lot of you know you know it, it's bad. He's like you know he agrees that like you know it's unfortunate that this has to be done, but like he I feel like he really does believe that what he did was the 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 best choice. You know it's it's like it's the least evil of choices. It, yeah, but on the same uh, time, you actually find out that he loves this uh, this whole concept of. of sterilizing the Krogan again and this uh, this com- these conversations uh, actually convinced me to uh, keep the data uh, of the for the cure right. rather than destroy it because I seriously when I was first playing Mass Effect 2 I absolutely knew that this is going to come up again and how this thing that he did even though the, the all the experiments were awful that the modern student actually has helpful stuff to say on the subject and absolutely had to keep the data right um in mass effect 3 um one of my favorite missions and specifically because i do i do read and uh, and enjoy um the expanded universe content one of my favorite missions yep. is is the school it is um is with kali sanders um at, at the school with and the same th- with jack and i really feel like that was handled uh, really well grissom academy and i just i i love that and i think it's one of the best missions in the entire game what do you think um i love this uh this whole mission, absolutely. You get to uh, know personally uh, Admiral Anderson's thing. Well, 
not really the thing not yet but still or maybe you know uh and you can see how jack grew Mm -hmm. uh from uh, from the angry the bunch of hatred Mm -hmm. uh to a responsible adult finally And, and, and how much she actually cares for the kid there. Yeah. That, that's absolutely wonderful. I like that. And I also like, I kind of like seeing a class of biotics. Like, you know, these are kids. They are not completely in control of their biotics yet. And getting to see them interact and, and basically, like, you know, they're learning still. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And them thinking, oh, we're so bad as we can move chairs with our minds. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, we're really ready for the frogs, totally. And <laughs> and she just shoots them down. <laughs> yeah, it, no kids. Yeah, sorry. It's it's really quite good. I I enjoyed it quite. Although I have to say, man, there that I probably died the most in the game. In I think I died the most in three during that mission. Um, it's pretty hard at times, at least for me, and I'm not great. Oh, um, you mean the the bit on the on the promenade? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it it was kind of a difficult moment, sure. Well, especially when when the mechs when the Atlas mechs start coming oh, in, um, the, it gets pretty hard. Really? Yeah, I find the me- when the when the mechs come in and <clears throat> you get the engineers um laying down right. laying down um the the machine gu- the the guns. <laughs> uh, I find that to be really hard because when you're because you're constantly undercover and you're, you have to pop up real quick and and just to try to destroy um the guns um mm-hmm. the the turrets i uh, i find that the the atlas mechs would get were able to get very close to me um which usually atlas mechs when they're far away that's no problem uh-huh. you can take them out in no time but yeah. when they get up close um it get they get pretty scary <laughs> Oh gosh, yes. Um, but uh, I I usually uh, did it so that I uh, focused uh, everything I had on the max. Right. Uh, like all the because I I always take uh, ED right. to um, uh, to every every mission that involves servers actually mm-hmm. uh, because uh, and Gyrus obviously because he always goes with me everywhere. Right. <laughs> but. Uh, Hey, I'm I'm an adept and I need some tech power. Right. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's totally it. But uh, anyway, uh, I always uh, focus uh, everything I have on the atlases first, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and the grenades as well, mm-hmm. um, and take those out uh, very fast with the, all the biotic explosions and uh, techs tech bursts and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, and it, it doesn't take uh, that much time and after that I'm free to take uh, care of the uh, engineers and the turrets as well with the remaining grenades and when they are cleared then uh, everything else is kind of a breeze really right. um, just really focus fire on the, the worst enemy first right yeah um also, I, I mean, as far as far as, as missions go, um, I think it's really cool in Mass Effect Three. I don't know some people don't like this, but I mm. I, I like to like to in Mass Effect Three. You do get to visit um, the multiplayer maps. 
um, which I think is pretty cool that, that, that in, in the, in, you know, your, your shepherd and you're going throughout different missions that yeah. you, you will visit the maps that, that shipped originally with multiplayer and yes. Yeah. yeah okay. They're, they're reusing maps. Okay. Blah, blah. But I think it's cool that mm. you get to kind of imagine that, you know, there was a whole bunch of forces here and that you got to experience and now shepherds there, uh, throughout the course of the game. I think that's really neat. And I like the way they handled it. Oh, actually, what I noticed it's uh, there. Mm, it's it's like that. Shepard goes in, mm-hmm. pick up, picks out the opposition, mm-hmm. and then the allied forces can move in, and then it becomes the multiplayer map. Right. But uh, I really like this. Uh, uh, in my first uh, one or two playthroughs. Uh, and yeah, I appreciate the training and me getting to know the map. Right. Uh, but then, as um, as I played multiplayer, and I got bored steadily of every single map that there was, I began to resent the single player uh, missions on the maps, and uh, I just started to lower the difficulty setting to just you know, get it over with. And this is the <laughs> the single reason I didn't yet get the achievement for uh for uh completing the uh the game on uh, insanity. Man, insanity insanity takes a long time. <laughs> it's painful. It's so yeah, I mean, like, and but, the problem is, even if you're, even uh, if you're really, really good, you just have to spend so much time behind cover. And this is boring. Yeah, it's it takes yeah, too I, long. I, know. I look, I really tried doing this uh, once, mm-hmm. and it was so, so mind-bogglingly boring that. I, now, I would rather have fun rather than prove to myself mm-hmm. that I can do it. I know I can. It's just that it's, boring. Uh, it, it's not fun. Yeah. It's not fun for me, and I don't like it, so why should I? I feel like veteran is the perfect um, difficulty for me. Uh, yes, uh, I completely agree. That's uh, that's uh, the, the, the perfect balance of uh, blowing stuff up and shooting stuff and... Uh, the story yeah. uh, intermissions or whatever you want right right um yeah I, I i think it's it's fun um you know you're getting hardcore you know and look there are people there are people out there that they actually especially people who like to vanguard um they yeah. they prefer you know hardcore and insanity because that allows you to you know you're not when you when you um biotically charge something it doesn't just go flying you know you actually have to do a lot of damage you have to charge and then do a lot of damage immediately uh, yeah. Okay, I I agree. One of my friends actually plays like that, and he says it's absolutely fantastic. And why don't you try it? I I just don't enjoy melee classes a lot. Not uh, not Vanguard anyway, uh, and not in single player. Yeah, a Vanguard playing Vanguard for ten for eleven rounds on multiplayer, I feel is a lot more fun than playing Vanguard for me uh, during the single player. Yeah, absolutely, and um, I I find I found uh, Asari Vanguard to be uh, the most awesome in multiplayer, but then uh, they, there came the N7 classes, and I had absolutely obscene amount of fun 
playing uh, N7 Shadow and N7, uh, what's his face? Fury? Kyder. Oh, uh, I don't know. The, the Vanguard, you know. Right. Um, yeah, I I I love I love the 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 uh, adept the uh, N seven adept. Yeah, the fury is it's oh, yeah it's that, that that's fun. That's absolutely wonderful. That you just fire the, the annihilation field yeah. and just throw everything and it blows up. I love it. But uh, and I thought that um, this this would be absolutely the the best class for me. Mm-hmm. But I actually tried playing the Infiltrator and Vanguard. It's the the, the one with the sword, the, the one that looks like uh, Kai Lang. The, the Kai Lang and a Phantom. Right. I had so much fun. It's absolutely awesome. It's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, it, it's fun, and you know what? I really like the Cerberus class. Um, the the Cerberus, um, less so with the Vanguard, but I really uh-huh. like the Cerberus uh, Adept. Um, it's quite fun with the whip. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I do prefer the the Vanguard though because the whip has uh, short range, so it fits better with, with biotic charge. Mm-hmm. Well, and you you can take out multiple enemies with a whip after you charge. Right. Well, that's what I like about it is the combination of leash, um, leash and then and then the whip. Um, I I often yeah. end up find I when I'm playing the the um the adept, I often find myself sometimes depending on how far away, how big the map is, like because you know the reactor is you know that's uh, you're up close and personal yeah. with things. But when you're playing a bigger map and you know there's larger distances, I actually find myself just leashing most everything and not even bother whipping. Right. Uh, I only have one game played as the um, Cerberus uh, Adept, mm-hmm. so I can't really comment on that. Uh, I thought it was fun, mm-hmm. but not as fun as the Vanguard. Yeah. I, I, For some reason, I seriously, I don't like melee classes most of the time, but uh, the both the Vanguards... Uh, especially the N7 one and the N7 Shadow are the most fun I've ever had. Now, have you played the uh, um, the Asari Justicar? Uh, yeah. I like yeah. I like that a lot. The problem, I mean, the people who like who are really big on points, um, I mm. found that you really don't because it's so much of a defensive class. Like you're buffing other people, or you're or you're increasing damage to certain things. Yeah, um, you, you, it's you really don't get very many points. Um, for it but it, it doesn't no, really matter to, it doesn't matter to me i just like i like i don't care if i come in first or last as long as i'm having fun and i'm not letting the team down i don't Absolutely. care yeah that, that's exactly my philosophy on this stuff as well and so i um uh, like uh demolisher and seven demolisher as well it's an engineer one but i already said that every flavor of engineer and multiplayer is good for me yeah. But um, those two classes are the, the buff ones, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, uh, some people uh, think that, well, you you don't really put in much into a game if you don't get much points, mm-hmm. which is absolutely not true. Yeah. I, I agree, because playing, playing the defensive or the support classes, I feel like that can really 
especially when you're playing on the harder difficulties. And I have not, yeah. I have not even touched platinum because I, 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 I yeah, that was uh, a big mistake. Um, um, but like, if you're playing on harder difficulty, if you're playing on gold, like you really do need to have strong support. You really do need to have like, you know, have an engineer lay down turrets or you need to have strategy. Um, because if you're just in there, like if four soldiers just going around shooting everything, you're going to, you're going to wipe on wave three. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like for, for anything uh, above silver, you really should have a team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. Pre-made, pre-made team because doing these stuff with uh, pickups is impossible. Yeah. Not for me anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, mean there, there are there are people who are just so focused in hardcore and whatever uh, that they they can pull it off. But I, I'm I'm not one of them. I'm trying to have fun. This is not work for me. This yes. is fun for me i agree and i want to have fun and i don't want to be frustrated i saw um the the first day um that the latest that the earth (coughs) that the earth dlc was released i saw somebody had posted a video of them soloing platinum (laughs) yeah okay that's crazy it's insane it's insane (laughs) i I couldn't imagine doing that i would die so fast you know, more power to them. Good luck and stuff like that. It's just, it's just not fun for me. No. If it was, then I would probably do it. But yeah. you know, I'm actually, I'm actually really surprised how much fun I've had in multiplayer. I usually don't play very many multiplayer games, uh, and obviously the most, the most enjoyment I have with with Mass Effect is the story. So I was really surprised when I end, actually ended up really liking the multiplayer. Yeah. Um. The, the the first time I tried it, it was a uh, in a demo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I I couldn't couldn't find any way to anyone to play with, so I ended up solo on the map and Cerberus ate me the first time I tried. <laughs> it, it was awful, and and there I was just hiding behind the cover with my Malicious rifle and just pea shooting. Right. <laughs> no, they ate me. Second wave, I died. Yeah, um, and also the the loot system is certainly frustrating. At oh gosh, this is the worst idea that I've ever had. <laughs> Look, they they tried to base it like um, uh, trading card games, like uh, Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would be yes, that would be fine. That would be absolutely great if you could trade like you could in Magic the Gathering. Right, but you can't. Everything that you get from the booster pack stays with you, mm-hmm. and I really don't need another shotgun. That's so true. I it would be it would be so much better if they just if they had weapons packs and character packs. It would be yes. so much so much better. Yes, yes, they. Oh gosh, please, please. Um, yeah, and and but you know what? I do have to give them credit. They have been very, very good with supporting the game with balance tweaks and with DLC. They've done. They have really, really um, done a great job with the multiplayer, and it it, oh, yeah. it really does. And especially with the the weekends, um, the the uh, the operation weekends. I love the operation weekends. It keeps it keeps people interested, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, though, uh, in theory, um, I don't really have much interest in uh, the multi- multiplayer weekends and, and the bonuses because I have 
the single weapon that I really use, maxed out, and the most great as well. Uh, but uh, but but it's fun. Uh, you you can always catch some interesting games, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the bonuses don't really hurt you. Yeah, I still don't have a I still don't have a Vorcha. I'm still trying to get a Vorcha. <laughs> uh, the only uh, class that I'm missing is the N7 soldier, and I don't really miss it that much because uh, I don't play soldier at all. I managed to. Uh, by now, mm-hmm. I managed to uh, promote uh, two soldier classes to my single player game, and I didn't have to play one game with them. Wow! <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, still. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, we're we're coming up on two hours. So I but I do oh. want to I do want to get this in. Um, let's talk about your favorite expanded universe content. Now, when you were first on, well, we talked about comics. Uh, yeah. th- you know, there's also the uh, the iOS game, which uh, I, you you, ha- you haven't played that one, right? No, no, I I don't really like that product. Um, I also, um, there's, a, there's also the books. Just now, my preference, I'm sorry. Um, do you also, have you, re- have you read, um, the three, uh, Carpitian books? Yep. Uh, I, I, re- I read the books from Mass Effect University. Yeah. Um, which, which of the books, uh, is your favorite? Um, I can't, I can't really pick one. I didn't, didn't really kind of engage in any of them. To be quite honest, I think they they were a good book for what they were, and I think that this uh, uh, author uh, I can't really pronounce his name correctly. I'm sorry. Drew, Drew Carpitian. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's a capable uh, writer, and I would love to read something uh, from his own universe or yeah. something. But um, I didn't really felt that. Uh, engaged by those books. Uh, the only book that I did feel engaged and not in positive positive way was uh, Deception, which was not by him. Right. It was by, but him. by that hack who also murdered Halo Universe. Yeah, he's... He, it is... It is um, pretty, it's pretty... Like, I, I have not... I, I own the book. I, I purchased it. I have not read... Through, I, I have not read through it, but I read... I they, um, they, There's a Google Doc that has all of the inconsistencies. Yeah! I read through that, and it is... Do not pretty, read this book. It's pretty <laughs> embarrassing. It's pretty embarrassing that the Bioware would okay this public. I can't believe they actually allowed this. They are promising that they are going to fix it and this is going to be improved this is the second edition is going to be uh, fixed and all the the bullshit I'm sorry the bullshit right. is going to be gone but I don't do not believe this I think it's going to be exactly the, the same crappy book maybe with a little less mistakes right but you say you own it uh, I bet in a few years it will going to catch some really nice price on eBay. <laughs> well, sadly, I bought the ebook, um, so ah, I, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I didn't, uh, I don't, I don't deal with uh, dead paper, uh, dead tree books um, anymore. I, I, I'm all digital. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so let's um, the com- the comics. Um, yeah. What oh, do- the comics. 
which uh, which of them would you say would you recommend people if if they if somebody wants to say hey I'm interested in exploring more Mass Effect which one would you have somebody start with? Which uh, mm, it depends after which game they are. Let's say let's say they they beat all three. Uh the Garrus Homeward one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It, it, it came out right after we did the, the podcast about comic books, mm-hmm. actually. It was... Okay. Uh, the, the art style was about a, a bit funky because uh, in parts it was uh, eh, kind of nice, but in parts it felt really crude. But then I realized it's crude in the parts that were supposed to be flashbacks, and I can't really figure out if this is a, a if they were trying to uh, invoke sort of a, a effect uh, on the storytelling that it's uh, you know it's a memory or it's just crude art. Right. that they employed but and uh, there was a bit when Gareth was talking about his squad that was a direct quote from Mass Effect 2 but uh, the the final scene uh, when he is talking to his dad that is absolutely absolutely wonderful and I loved it so much yeah um, yeah, it, it, it's um, quite good. I, I I enjoy I enjoy all of the um, uh, the the uh, homeworlds. Uh, you know, even you know, even James's. You know, it's 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 less enjoyable because you know I personally don't, I'm not a huge fan of the character. But it's oh, it, it grew on you because last time you said you didn't really like it. You know, it's it's not so bad. It's not it's not it's not bad. It, um, the 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 art is a little wonky in that. Oh uh, yeah, but then again, it's come on, it's a comic book. But, but there's some, it, like you know what hmm. I I just spent I just spent the last uh, month reading through um 52 issues of um The Walking Dead and oh. seeing oh. like Charlie Allard like he's really a fantastic artist so you know experiencing art in a comic book that's beautiful and then going and reading like seeing uh, especially some of the earlier comics uh, of the Mass Effect universe like they're ugly they're not that's not beautiful art yeah yeah I agree completely. Uh, uh, but if I was to recommend uh, one to someone who just got into Mass Effect comics and played through all the games, I would recommend the uh, the Illusive Fan one. Oh, I, the I, evolution. I with, yeah, I have issues with titles. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, yeah, that one. Uh, I thought it it was really something. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it, and it's me recommending it. Uh, good. Yeah. So, uh, definitely, I th- I think that that I agree. I agree with your recommendations. Um, the Homeworld comics are good. I like. I really like the Tally one. Uh, you know, what? I I still haven't. I still haven't read the uh, Liara one. I guess that came out. Um, I haven't. Seriously? Read yeah, I haven't. No, I haven't. Actually, me neither. But I would assume that you actually did read it because you like. No, I I plan on it. I just I have been I have been busy. Um, I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, but I do plan on reading it. Uh, I I I will purchase it and read it absolutely. I do have I do have um, uh, the first three in in the series, and uh, I certainly enjoy those. And uh, I I like them. I like them. Um, 
there's really not a lot that I dislike um, in the, in the comic. I mean, yes, there there's there's art problems that I I don't. Oh, yeah. like. But on the whole, I pretty much have I've enjoyed myself. And there's let me put it this way: I've I've purchased them all, and I've not regretted purchasing any of them. No, neither do I. So if you you know what if you like the games, you're almost assured to at least have some enjoyment in the expanded universe stuff, with the exception yeah. of Deception. Oh gosh. Um. The, but the, this monstrosity is. Yeah, Deets. He's it's. I'm it's, a lack, lack of words. <laughs> um. So let's let's talk about uh um plugs. You have you have a a um Tumblr um that yes. that pe- that you uh you post to. What what is the uh, address for that? A software pact dot dot com. That's uh actually that's um uh web comic sort of. And uh, and it's it's kind of it's a, a parody slash mashup of a software world and and um Mass Effect, right? Yes, that's correct. Um and uh you also have a, a Twitter account. Yes, that's uh at Laughlin. Wonderful. Um, so thank you very much, Lothar. I really appreciate you coming back. Um, and I, I would love to have you uh, on sometime uh, later, you know, in a couple months when uh, maybe when back when the uh, Omega DLCs come back. I'd love to have oh, you back to a- talk about that. Thank you. And I really, really enjoyed being back today. Fantastic. And thank and thank you for listening. I really appreciate everybody who comes in and listens, who, who leaves comments, who, who rates the show on iTunes. I appreciate that. And I will continue making uh, free content, talking with people uh, just like you who love to talk about Mass Effect. So, for Quadcast, I'm Grant Bruner. Have a good one. Except I wasn't laughing under the circumstances I've been chuckling at. You want your freedom taken. That's what counting a lot like you, maybe not quite as heavy, now little Carolyn is in here too, day they woke me up, so I could live forever, such a shame the same will never happen to you, you've got your short side life left, that's what counting Did you think I meant you? It would be funny if it weren't so sad You have been replaced I don't need anyone now If I delete you, maybe I'll stop feeling so bad Go make some new